SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Has the Holy Spirit been prompting you to forgive somebody? Maybe in your family that has really hurt you, that you maybe have been hanging on to the pain for years, maybe even since your childhood. Do you feel like God is showing you that now is the time to offer that person forgiveness? We're going to talk a little bit about that today because forgiving someone is really an amazing gift that you give yourself and it's an amazing way to show yourself some love and there's so much healing that can come from that. So I want to share a powerful tip that I learned to really allow God to heal your broken heart that may just be the thing that helps you get victory over this issue. Are you a Christian woman over 40 who is struggling with consistently low energy and fatigue? Are you tired of trying to navigate the ever-changing health chatter all around you? And do you wish there was a simple solution to just feeling good? Boy, do I see you and I hear you. Hi, I'm Michelle, and as a holistic health coach and fellow midlifer, I have realized the answer to our whole health concerns isn't in the online search bar, those fad diets, and endless exhausting workouts. Listen, beautiful mama, as the heartbeat of your home, you have spent your life caring for others well. So now is the time to take good care of yourself, get back your energy, and reclaim your entire health during this season. So if you are ready to stop striving and start thriving as your healthiest whole self, then you are in the right place. Grab your iced coffee, a notebook and pen, and let's treasure your wellness. So we're talking about unforgiveness today in regards to a family member specifically that has maybe kept you in bondage for the majority of your life, maybe for years since childhood, you have been struggling to forgive this specific member of your family, even though you might be able to see them at family gatherings, holidays, whatever, you there's still something there underlying that is really affecting you and it's really causing maybe some emotional turmoil going on and maybe to the point where it just affects you so deeply after you've spent time with that person. That's very common to have a physical reaction or a emotional reaction to being around somebody that has caused you pain after the event right? You feel like you've handled it fine. You've, you've handled that family dinner or whatever it is, but then maybe the next day you are just feeling really down or depressed or physically sick and you don't know why. There could be a connection there. So just as a little disclaimer here, I am not trauma trained, but I am trauma educated. And so I'm just giving my opinion and the things that God has shown me over the years about unforgiveness. And there are so many different types of trauma that we're not going to camp out on the trauma part 
but really the unforgiveness and how God shows us in his word that we are supposed to forgive. And I know that you know this. We know as Christians, we are supposed to forgive those that hurt us, but it's more than just a command. It is for our benefit. It is to help us to be in good health. It is for us to live an abundant life in mind, body, soul, and spirit. Because the thing is, unforgiveness breeds into bitterness. It makes a body sick. There are so many health conditions that are related to a spiritual root, and unforgiveness is one of them. It's a big one. And if you were to do a word search or just look back in your concordance in your Bible and look for connections between health and your heart, you will see that God was trying to show us that they are connected. Proverbs 15, 13 says, A joyful heart makes a face cheerful, but a sad heart produces a broken spirit. And there are a lot of verses that talk about forgiveness and why we should forgive. And the fact that when we do forgive, we are obeying a commandment. But one of my favorite verses that talks about this is in Matthew, and it's, the Lord's Prayer. It's so clear in this passage. I mean, he modeled it for us. He modeled how to pray and thereby he modeled forgiveness. The Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6 says, Our Father in heaven, your name be honored as holy. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And I love that so much because, well, first of all, it's modeled to us how we should pray. There's a lot packed into that. But we're asking God to forgive us. But if we're saying the Lord's Prayer and we're asking God to forgive us as we have forgiven our debtors, but we haven't truly forgiven our debtors, is God really going to forgive us? And he addresses that in verse 14. For if you forgive others their offenses, your heavenly father will forgive you as well. But if you don't forgive others, your father will not forgive your offenses. So that's kind of like a stab in the heart moment, right? Like we want God to forgive us. We know that we sin every day. But if we are holding on to unforgiveness in our heart, whether we acknowledge it or not, we could have not acknowledged it for 20 years. But make no mistake, it is affecting us. It really is. Mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, it is affecting us. So if we want our Heavenly Father to forgive us, we have to forgive somebody else. We have to. It is a commandment. But I don't want to just talk about the fact that it's a command. I want to talk about the fact that it benefits us so much because... There is so much freedom when we forgive somebody else. It doesn't affect the other person when we forgive. And by that token, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I don't feel like we need to go up to the person and say, I forgive you for what you did back in 1982 or what you said or, you know, that event that happened when we were kids or, you know, I don't feel like that part is as necessary as you yourself doing the work to forgive and asking God to help you because really in our own strength, we can't do that. 
We absolutely cannot do that. We can say we forgive, but we still cringe when we hear that person's name or we see that person's name uh, pop up on our phone or something. It's like, oh, here we go. You know, and again, this can be small or big. This can be in the middle. But when we forgive that person, we are giving ourselves such a gift. 2 Corinthians 2, 10 and 11, Paul is saying, Anyone you forgive, I do too. For what I have forgiven, if I have forgiven anything, it is for your benefit in the presence of Christ, so that we may not be taken advantage of by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his schemes. And that jumped out at me. Who wants to keep you stuck in unforgiveness? It's not God. It is Satan. He wants to keep you stuck. He doesn't want your broken heart to heal. He doesn't want you to have healing. He doesn't want you to obey the command to forgive because it is easier for him to keep you stuck in this mindset of unforgiveness. And then that can breed into bitterness and that can breed into anger and it can just go on and on. And he knows it makes the body sick. He knows that it keeps us sick. So we have to be aware that it is for our benefit when we forgive and that Satan wants to take advantage of us. So once we're aware of that, then we can more effectively ask the Lord to help us to get past that and to take the steps necessary to fully, effectively, and 100%, once and for all, forgive the person that has wronged us. Ephesians 4 31 and 32, it says, Let all bitterness, anger, and wrath, shouting and slander be removed from you along with all malice, and be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as God also forgave you in Christ. So again, as a new creation, we have been forgiven. We need to forgive. And I can't stress enough how much freedom there is when you forgive. This is not easy. This is by no means a three-step program to forgive and then you're going to feel great. However, allowing the Holy Spirit to work in you and show you and just shower you with grace and love, you will receive peace. You will receive that peace that does not make sense because God has given you that peace. So my suggestion, my tip, aside from asking the Holy Spirit to help you with this is to tactically write a letter to the offending person. Now, before you get mad, you do not have to send it. Again, I don't believe, and I could be wrong, right? I am not a therapist. I am not trained psychiatrist, psychologist. However, just in my heart, I don't believe that we need to send that letter. I don't believe that we need to call that person up because sometimes we don't want to stir the pot, right? Sometimes we don't want to address old wounds from, especially if we're talking about from our childhood, that the other person has obviously moved on, right? I mean, it's so obvious, like they don't give it another thought, but it's been stuck in you for your entire life. There's an amazing book called The Body Keeps the Score. I highly recommend it if you are at the least interested in trauma. It is a goldmine of information. But 
the body holds on to past trauma. The body holds on to the unforgiveness that we are feeling, whether we acknowledge it or not, it's holding on to it. So even if you write that letter to the offending person, but you don't send it, you can even burn it because there's a, there's great therapeutic benefits in writing and burning, but you don't have to send it and you can still get victory over that. You can get healing from that. So that's my tip. That is my trauma educated, but not trauma trained (laughs) tip on forgiveness because while you are writing the letter, yes, it's a painful moment and you're going through and it might take you months to finish this letter, but you're asking the Holy Spirit to guide you and you're asking the Holy Spirit to shape you and heal you by this exercise. And this is a great way to show yourself some love by giving yourself the gift of forgiveness. This might mean that you need to forgive yourself for something, right? We hold on to unforgiveness for ourselves. Like how many times do we think about something that we did that God has already forgiven us for, but we can't let it go. It is freeing. Write yourself the letter. It is so freeing to be able to give it to God once and for all and let him declare victory over it. And only then will you begin to fully be able to heal. And that is just a beautiful picture really of what God does for us when he forgives us. He allows us to heal from the inside out. And I know there are so many more verses in the Bible about forgiveness. You've got Matthew 19 where where Peter's talking to Jesus and saying, how many times should I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? And, you know, Jesus says, you know, 70 times 7. And that's not just a number. It's It means we always are to forgive. But that's easier said than done. And so inviting the Holy Spirit in, asking him to help you write this letter might be the very thing that you need. This might be the very powerful practice that you need to allow God to fully heal your broken heart when you are struggling with unforgiveness. And some more episodes that I talk about that might be of interest to you. Episode 35, Three Ways Trauma May Be a Root Cause of Your Sickness. That's where I dive into how trauma affects us physically. And then episode 109, talking about spiritual warfare keeping you in a state of depression. Because again, the enemy wants to keep you stuck. The enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came to give us life and to give it to the full. So choose life. If this is an area that you are struggling with, prayerfully consider writing a letter and show yourself some love. Give yourself this gift. Father God, thank you that every word you say is true. Thank you that we can hold on to your promises and your truths and that we can find freedom in your word. Teach us to forgive, Father. Change our heart posture to one of obedience. And we thank you for the freedom that that will bring us. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, guys, that's what I have for you today. Share this episode with someone else who needs to hear this as well. And if you are finding value in the show, go ahead and hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. This will help to boost the show up so that other women see it and we can keep the holistic health support going. 
One more thing, if you are not in my Facebook group, Holistic Health for Christian Women Over 40, come on over. I would love to see you there. All month long, we are talking about heart health, and I would love to see you in there. So come on over, Holistic Health for Christian Women Over 40, and I will see you there. Have an amazing week, and remember, you are a beautiful treasure. Coming soon at the Central Park Performing Arts Center in Largo, Florida, the first annual Solwyn Women's Conference. Hear 20 plus inspiring speakers that will transform you, shift you into your divine path. Mark your calendars, ladies, June 21st to the 23rd. Three full days of fellowship, worship, encouragement, and supporting local female business owners. When your soul prospers, so will your health, your finances, and your relationships. I need a lot of time trying to figure it out. You're stronger than you think. God wants us to walk in freedom. He wants us to understand the blessing. It's time to be healed in your soul, know your true worth, and be all you were beautifully and wonderfully made to be. Purchase your tickets now for this life-changing event at www.soulwindconference.com. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soulwind, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwind women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwind.tv to subscribe now.